Wow, it's, it's been a while. How you doing? Welcome back to it. It's a beautiful afternoon in the Tri-State. Nice Sunday for baseball. You'll hear it later. Reds and Cardinals getting it on, and <laughs> Reds trying to break off a split in St. Louis. We'll see if they can put it together. It'd be nice. Inside pitch coming up at about what time? Two o'clock. No, the game's at two something. Inside pitch at one, one ten, one o five. I don't know. Listen, you'll find out. Bobby Nightingale Jr. going to join us from the Inquirer. We also got Kurt Reiber from uh, the Free Store Food Bank. It's Sterling, by the way. I'm still trying. Uh, this is a weird way to start a show, but since when hasn't it been a little bit weird with me in general? Uh, you know, just trying to make uh, sense of things. Uh, so I, I filled in doing America's Trucking Network a couple of weeks ago for Steve Summers. And uh, if uh, you're not up late, usually with the America's Trucking Network, there's a couple things going on. First of all, they're talking trucking. Uh, secondly, there's a whole lot of people that uh, keep America moving functioning, doing all sorts of jobs, not just trucking, uh, in the overnight. Here in the tri-state, 38 states, iHeartRadio app, effectively Planet Earth. It had been a while since I'd done uh, a late-night show. I'd never done America's Trucking Network before. That's five hours. Like today, I got like an hour, not even two, a full two hours. And there takes uh, planning and, and uh, plotting and, and uh, booking of guests and, and uh, preparation and, and all these things. But five hours every night before McConnell. Uh, much respect to Steve Summers. Of course, I uh, listened to him. Uh, before him, of course, it was the Bozo uh, Dale Summers. Uh, and uh, just my clock, let me, let me just say this. And, and if you work third shift on, on occasion, if you've gone without sleep, a lot of kids going back to college or at least trying to figure out college or school of any type at this point is a challenge, let alone other work. Uh, but my time in college and working in radio and doing other jobs and working third shift, there's a big difference from doing it uh, just randomly and trying to get your schedule back to normal and, and living that third shift life. It, it is a different world. Uh, and trying to function during the day will uh, kill you and increase your risk of uh, stress and heart attack and, and, and all kinds of other things, too. So I'm, I'm, uh, incrementally, I've gotten my schedule back, but it's not as easy as it used to be. So anyway, uh, listen to Steve Summers and America's Trucking Network. It was good to fill in. I'm glad to be back here and try to make sense of stuff on a fine afternoon. I'm curious. If you do the third shift thing, how hard is it for you to do it? How long you've gone out without sleep? Because that was the thing. I had daytime obligations and nighttime stuff. There's... There's lots of stuff uh, going on. And, and then at this point, trying to juggle everything with life, with kids, with school, dealing in a navigation of are they going to do a virtual, are they going to do it there, where this is going to play out, and, and everything else over time. Forget about even the idea of football and where that plays. That's a challenging situation. So we got a, a, a number of things. I, 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 I got to ask this right off the bat here. And the phone number, let's open the phones. 513-749-7000. 800-843-2441. Dave Keaton producing the show in the other room, having some type of issue now. I hope it's not a health emergency. He's okay. Pound 700 on AT&T. I'm wondering, how are you navigating the back-to-school, getting-back-to-normal scenario? And if you're a teacher, what is that like for you? I have friends and family that are in the education situation. Uh I have an aunt and uncle, both, who have just recently, in the last week to 10 days, tested positive for COVID-19, have been in and out of the hospital. One's an educator and also a, a health care provider uh, during the off-season, for one of a better way to describe it. She sort of juggles both. Uh, and they're, they're older than me. They're an aunt and uncle. They usually are. Uh, so they're uh, hopefully getting better. I know my uncle uh, listens regularly. Hello, Ricky. Hopefully you're feeling better. 
or at least he's trying to. So everybody's navigating this type of circumstance and the idea of getting back in uh, to the classroom as an educator uh, with kids uh, coming back home. It's a challenging thing. So I wonder how you're dealing with this. Or maybe that's just too much to, to contemplate on it. Maybe it's Sunday afternoon. You want to forget about it. But we're all sort of navigating this from going to the grocery store to going shopping and it, uh, all the other stuff that goes with it. 513-749-7000, the big one. Pound 700, AT&T, your chance to get interactive. Lots of other things going on as well. Uh, storms in the Gulf uh, looks to have a double dose of that, which could be affecting from south of Houston along uh, the Texas coast all the way up to New Orleans. That's, a, that's something else to be paying attention to. Friends uh, down that way, I've spent time there, worked there. Uh, in, in the New Orleans area, uh, challenges for them. In the West, California's basically on fire. I know. I, I know. I'm the king of positivity. Uh, so all of this is happening, and uh, they hope for rain without the lightning as that continues. So all of that is, is uh, going on. And, and in the midst of uh, all of this, here's what I want to know, because I had this conversation walking the crazy dog as most of my life circles around uh, picking up his crap and getting him happy so I can go on with my day. Uh, the neighbor tells me that he doesn't necessarily want to go back to work. And what I don't mean not work. He doesn't want to go back in the building to work, wants to stay working from home. Are you in that situation? How do you deal with that? Can you negotiate that if you've got employees that are staying home and if you're navigating these uh, these new uh, world situations, however temporary they may be, it seems like the, the 2020 uh, year itself will never end. How are you approaching that? Is it a negotiation? Are you actually going to work and having to be there like so many other people? I mean, I'm out and about. The economy is pushing forward, but there's still a lot going on that has to be sort of uh, decided and dealt with. And if you're in a customer service situation in person, face-to-face, there's a lot of that going on. Your chance to get interactive. We'll come back, give you a chance to uh, give your perspective on it and what you're dealing with. Uh, the neighbor tells me they have problems hiring people. He wants to stay home, and then he's got kids that he's dealing with that apparently are going to do uh, some type of split. The first of the school year, for some period of time, I think the first month is virtual, and then they're going to sort of see how it goes as they try to figure out college football, high school football, all the band stuff and everything else, whether it's here in the tri-state or across the country, or for that matter, globally. It's a lot to deal with. A lot of ground to cover. Shorter show than normal. Glad to be back on a Sunday afternoon. Sterling, inside pitch later. Reds, Cardinals, lots to do. Your chance to speak your mind will come back. I'm also on Twitter. You want to follow along. We'll get to some tweets and some other stuff as well. At Sterling Radio, this is 700 WLW. Instead, it's me hearing it. <laughs> Sterling hanging out. Glad you're along. 700 WLW. Nine first morning forecasts. Isolated storms today, 84. It's a, can, is this officially late summer? I think so, right? Kind of getting into school. Like when I was a kid, we didn't start school until the middle of uh, September. And now kids, aside from COVID, uh, these don't even count. These days are weird. Uh, it's a little bit earlier for most. Uh, 66 overnight tonight to 87 for your Monday. Good bit of sunshine. Tuesday again closer to 90. Still steamy. Uh, it, it's uh, the tri-state. What do you expect? 78 now. Your severe weather station. 700 WLW. Glad you're along. I, apparently, uh, Cincinnati police, uh, families, people, community, has uh, stepped up last weekend. There were all kinds of people getting shot, all kinds of people uh, getting gunned down and uh, ending up in the coroner's office. So it seems that uh, things have uh, been uh, corrected. Things are better. 
Maybe we'll keep it in that line, though uh, crime has been an issue uh, sort of increasing in, in uh, for a little bit of time anyway. I don't know what it is. People are, it's because they don't have jobs or if it's because of the drug trade. People are, uh, have been sort of locked, even though we're getting out more. I, I, this is another conversation I recently had. It turned into an ugly argument. My, a friend of mine was like, well, it's because you know, the jobs and people don't have uh, any place to go and do anything, so they're pent up. That's why people are getting shot. And I said, I, I, don't, I don't necessarily see that because I've been pent up and, and I'm not gunning people down. I, I think it has to do with something to with maybe some desperation, uh, maybe some uh, crime issues with people uh, slinging dope or, or whatever and fighting for territory. And if they're not fighting, maybe necessarily for territory, it's competing business or it could just be people uh, who have uh, no self-respect, uh, respect for others. And... Uh, are willing just to, to respond when they're disrespected or otherwise in a violent way and don't care about t- taking any innocent person's lives. Because it's not just like the old days, Is at least I wasn't around for them, but as I understand the old days in many cases used to be, was uh, criminals oftentimes, not necessarily all of them, but organized crime, would for the most part only uh, you know, wreak havoc on those that are also in the same business. That doesn't necessarily seem to be the case, but the things are better this weekend, at least to this point. I shouldn't have said that out loud. Maybe I should wait till it's actually over uh, to say that, but it seems much quieter when it comes to violent crime issues. Oh, this is exciting. Hey, Dick, it's always good to talk to you. You're with Sterling on the big one, hey? Hey, Sterling, how are you, buddy? I'm fine. How's everything? Oh, uh, I just wanted to tell you, Sterling, that Lowe's, uh, we, we about ran out of wood. It's keeping me pretty busy. And uh, It's not good when you run out of wood at a, at a lumber store. It's kind of an odd thing, not meant to be a commercial, but you're sort of sending people somewhere else for wood now. But go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to tell you, too, we went back to band. We haven't had many people because of the virus, but we're going to, you know, we, we, we still could make music with 12 people or 13 people. That's a big band. Do you understand that not a lot of, most, some bands, sometimes it's a soloist. It could be just you and your banjo. Yeah. For those who yeah. don't know, it's the Kettering Banjo Society. You travel the countryside with your cohorts. How many normally in non-COVID times are there uh, doing what you do? Oh, probably there's 20. Well, there's going to be about 20 or 30 of us because a couple members left, and it's going to be Doug, me, and Kay running the show now. So that, it's so nice. That it sounds nice. So so uh, how is this situation affected, aside from people who aren't getting out to play because of COVID? Now, they've got COVID, or they're afraid of COVID, or... or uh, afraid. Afraid they're of the COVID. you got to take precautions. Uh, so are you masking up, washing hands, disinfecting Everything, the banjos? Buddy. Everything. Yeah? Uh, yep. Well, that's important. I guess you got to do that. I'm glad you're back, Sterling. Well, I'm glad to be back, Dick. It's good to talk to you, man. Take care of yourself. I hope you're feeling better. Speaking of back, Kentucky National Guard members back home after a year away. That's the 223rd Military Police Company. Uh, came back into the armory in Louisville. Uh, friends and family coming back. They've been gone since August of last year. And uh, came back uh, Saturday, which is nice to be back uh, stateside. Terra firma, homeland. It's one of those things where it's kind of weird. I don't know if you've traveled internationally or otherwise. I- I've not been, uh, served as they have, and we appreciate them and, and glad they're home. Uh, but that's one of those things where you kind of you kiss the ground when you're finally home, or aside from your family members and your your kids and and everything else that goes with it. But that's uh, that's good news, generally speaking. Uh, not so good news with the Reds falling last night three to nothing. We'll get to the inside pitch a little bit later. Uh, they'll try to tie up this weekend series with the Cardinals, kind of an important situation. About, effectively, halfway through, if I'm not mistaken, pretty much the red season. 
But the Cardinals still have a whole lot of catch-up to do with some double-dip, uh, double-header action because of their, uh, I guess, shutdown or postponement uh, because of COVID situations that a lot of other people are dealing with, too. A uh, quick uh, message at Sterling Radio on Twitter. says, so, so the staycation st- thing, we did it, too, and we're fixing up the house. Okay. And that's uh, from Marty and some numbers jibber jabbered there. I, I don't. I'm not going to go through the whole list. You can see it if you want at Sterling Radio. So that's good. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people are, are sort of sticking closer to home. I've had friends who have vacationed in Florida. I had some other people go to the Carolinas that I know. Uh, family had told me that they were wanting to get uh, some places, and then they were denied. They were told they couldn't go uh, where they wanted to be going. And, uh, and another that spends a whole lot of time on cruises, sometimes twice a year, but at least once a year, uh, says that they're not expecting to go anywhere for at least another year, at least when it comes to being on a cruise someplace, floating around. And, and uh, we'll see how that plays out over time, too. So they're just kicking back at the house. Like a lot of people, I think, are pouring money and time into fixing up their residential situation if they can. If you're lucky to be working still with so many other people negatively affected by uh, the economic slowdown as a result of just the shutdown and trying to keep us as healthy as we possibly can. Speaking of this, uh, Miami University uh, says that they have now 12 cases of COVID-19 uh, across campus just a week or a little bit or so, I guess, a little bit more than a week uh, in uh, from classes. So th- th- this is going to be a problem everywhere else. I don't know if you feel comfortable with your kids and so forth going back. Everybody's talked about it. It's a difficult thing. And here's the question that I guess is the question of questions. How much is the school a babysitter for people compared to school being just an education situation? And maybe a little bit of both. But, the, you know, how, how do you look at that? And if you're an educator, how do you feel about being in that position? More and more, I mean, do you think that... People will get through the school year. I mean, this is one of those things where no one really knows. And they're, you know, they had plans, then not necessarily happy with the way things started, depending on where you are, whether it's Cincinnati or Dayton, Kentucky, Dayton, Ohio, Columbus, you name it. 513 749 7800, the big one in pound 700 AT&T. Are you prepared with your kids going back to school if, in fact, they don't get to go the whole year in class? Are you okay with them virtually? And I know uh, Sandy Collins will talk about this a, a bit later because I, I heard her uh, uh, earlier. Uh, the fact is, apparently, some laptop computers, notebooks, are hard to come by because of so much of the virtual learning that is having to go on, and probably some people doing work from home too. I would imagine, in the midst of the rush to gather the uh, the gear that everyone needs, the technology to be able to try to handle what they need to from a distance or, or to carry on. How does that play out for you, your family, uh, and your business, too? It's, it's a difficult thing, and I don't know how you, you navigate that. I, a friend of mine he said he wants his kids to go to school, but he doesn't. <laughs> I'm trying to remember exactly how it was positioned to me. He says, I want them to go. I, I would rather not have to have them in the school, but I don't want them at home. I, th- I think that that's paraphrasing. And I was like, what, what do you mean? He goes, well, I can't trust them at home. I don't know what's going on, but I don't want them to get the COVID. Well, no one wants COVID, and I don't know what else you do and how you deal with that. And it's a tough thing. I have friends at Ohio State or kids at Ohio State. Uh, I know some teachers up there, too, and uh, they're dealing with uh, everything with it. The one girl that I know who's a pseudo-niece, she had it in her uh, house full of other girls, young women. uh, Like 10 of them, I think, tested positive in total for COVID. 
So and they were all sort of uh, locked down, had her on the radio here, uh, Madeline, talking about it, where she effectively was isolated for two to three weeks downstairs. They shipped in food and sort of in a quarantine scenario. Thankfully, I have not had to do the quarantine thing and have not uh, been tested or not needed to be tested, I don't think. Or maybe we all should be, which sort of plays into that, too. It's a, it's a difficult issue. And, and this is kind of nice. Uh, I, since we can work anywhere at any time, in many cases, virtually, uh, there are now school buses that are being sold, custom-built, renovated, I guess. They're used, and then they, they trick them out or whatever else. So you can have your own tiny rolling house and workspace if you don't mind uh, footing the bill for some fuel, which seems to be lower these days because of demand, uh, to get around in, in the school bus. It could be like the Partridge family, but instead of touring and playing music, well, you, you could do that too, but you could do anything. Whether it's buses for schools, vans, RVs, apparently uh, that's what you need to be selling right now, including those conversion companies uh, making a ton of money as people are trying to figure out, I can work anywhere, I can go to school anywhere, well, then I can be anywhere, which is, is kind of nice, and we'll see exactly over time, I guess, how much closer it gets to being somewhat normal, relatively speaking. Coming up after your 1230 report, we'll get an update on what's going on around uh, planet Earth, bring it home to what matters to the tri-state. Sandy Collins will have that. Uh, Later, we'll talk to Kurt Reiber from the Free Store Food Bank, see what they're up to, trying to help a lot of people in need throughout the tri-state and beyond. So hang out. It's more sterling. I'm glad you're here on a beautiful Sunday afternoon in the tri-state on 700 WLW. Sterling hanging out, 700 WLW. You are too. Glad you're here. Reds Cardinals getting it on later this afternoon. First pitch about uh, 210, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, we'll get the inside pitch going about an hour before that. In between uh, then and now, Kurt Reiber from the Free Store Food Bank, and uh, your chance to get interactive now. Uh, th- this is a this has been in the news a lot. Heard uh, Sandy Collins talk about this earlier. Obviously, at this point, I mean, you, you had to have had a blunt head trauma out of the country, completely unplugged, which is how I spent a good portion of the last t- 10 days or so uh, hanging out. Uh, but uh, apparently, it's not just uh, big-time uh, money, uh, high-profile TV-type people uh, coughing up money and bribery issues trying to get their kids into uh, colleges of their choice whether they're able to pull it off academically or otherwise, whether it's uh, Lori Laughlin, her husband, uh, you name it. But this is what I'm curious about in this. And, and we've talked about it, I, don't, I mean, countless times, really, the need for people, the uh, tradespeople compared to college degrees, not everybody's meant for college, blah, blah, blah. I mean, we, it's all subjective. It's a matter of what you do with that knowledge uh, and experience. But I'm wondering... What would you do? How far would you go? Because most people, I'll do anything for my children, right? Most people, I'll do anything for my family to better their situation, to give them a better life, to give them an opportunity anyway at a better life. And apparently people have been uh, all too willing to go way beyond what I ever would have imagined, which is having uh, not just other people maybe take their tests for them, but uh, paying people to falsify, alter answers that were wrong or whatever else uh, or what have you. So I'm curious because I don't have kids. And as much as I I was raised by a a single mother who did everything she could to put me in a, a better position to set me up to have a better life. And she worked very hard and a lot of long hours, but never once did she say, you know, we could we can get somebody to take that test for you. 
hey, you, you know, we might be able to. Now, maybe it's because we weren't wealthy. Maybe it's because she wasn't connected the same way. I'm not sure times are different, I, I suppose. But how far willing would you be to go to do that for your kids? Compared to, I mean, admission rates, depending on where you are, and now in these COVID times, they, they may be looking for any. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Anybody to cough up some cash to do some virtual learning, let alone in classroom situations at the university level in some cases. But would you pay someone to alter answers? This is a tough thing because a lot of these admissions exams, not necessarily admissions tests to the school, but ACT, SAT, many schools now taking a pass on them. Say they're unfair, they're biased, it's unnecessary, too much stress, kids can't handle it, whatever else. So it, those are not as valuable as they once were. So if you've got a kid who's functional, you've got a kid who's not quite I'm not saying they're not all there, but they're not an overachiever. They're not necessarily high-functioning in a typical, on-paper, academic fashion. Do you direct them to go somewhere else? Maybe a trade school, maybe not the land of academia as we know it, at a higher learning kind of place? Or do you say, you know what, I'm going to handle it? Because this stuff has been going on for a long time, and it's just bewildering to me. I can't imagine my mother doing that. What would you do? What have you done? People cough up money and make donations to get them into even elementary schools or primary schools in some occasions. Uh, maybe make donations and do whatever they can to help them at a high school level, depending. Certainly, I guess, at the university level. I don't know why. I, I must have uh, just been naive to think that this was something that didn't go on. It's nice to see them getting in trouble for it, though, kind of. I mean, I don't wish anybody ill will. I don't want anyone to fail. don't want anyone to lose their job. don't want anyone. That's another situation. It's just very strange. 513-749-7000, That's 800, the big one. And if you got an AT&T device uh, to get in touch mobily, uh, pound 700. Uh, it's Sterling, at Sterling Radio on Twitter, too. I just, where do you stop and where do you draw that line? That that's bewildering to me that you somebody would do that. I mean, put your. I mean, oh, if they could just get in, they'd be fine if they just get in there. We'll pay somebody. They can do it. That's a. That's just weird. I don't. I. I mean, maybe there's more people like that than I would have thought. I. I, I don't know. This is. It's very strange days. I don't quite understand it. Just smile more. Everything will be better. Even faking it. I learned this a long time ago. This is something I learned in elementary school. They say smile. They'd, they'd say bounce around on the balls of your feet. You'd feel better. Fake it. Well, now they've done a study, and uh, they've found out that what I was told in primary school uh, or elementary school, that faking a positive attitude can give you a positive attitude and affect you positively, smiling, uh, working with those facial muscles and all those other things. University of South Australia talked to participants holding a pen between their teeth, forcing their face to smile effectively using those same muscles, and it showed that the, those muscles being altered helps uplift our emotion. 
we feel better about things. We feel better about life. So even if you can't get into school and mommy and daddy aren't paying somebody off to get you into your school of choice or you didn't do it for your kids, just give them a pen, uh, put in their mouth, bite on it like they were in pain to hide the pain. They'll be forced to smile. They'll feel better about everything or not. But there are a lot of people in need right now. Economy struggling, trying to chug along, trying to get better. Free store food bank. A lot of people over the years with the rubber duck regatta made deposits. We'll talk about making a withdrawal from the free store food bank. Speaking of that, the Western and Southern WEBN fireworks. It's happening. Where? I don't know. Dave Keaton, producer, extraordinaire, broadcast sheriff. Do you know where the fireworks are? He said, undisclosed location. He can't share it either. Are you in the know or not in the know? Can you confirm or deny knowledge? He can neither confirm nor deny. But I do know that the rubber duck regatta is happening, and that means that you have a chance at, say, a new car or maybe a whole bunch of other prizes, maybe stuff from Kroger, all at the same time feeding people in need and in a times uh, that we've not seen in our lives of, of a need for people with uh, growing food insecurity issues. So Kurt Reiber from the Free Store Food Bank will join me when we come back. And we'll find out what they're up to and how you can get involved with the rubber duck regatta. Maybe get yourself some free stuff and, and uh, maybe help somebody in the process. Lots to do. Not done later on. Inside pitch. Reds, Cardinals in St. Louis. And right here because it's the home of the Reds with Sterling. 700 WLW. It's about that time. Normally, Willie would already have a tarp uh, along the serpentine wall in waiting. Uh, Attacked down by Velcro for the fireworks. The Western Southern WBN fireworks in a... Uh, Summerfest stuff, all the good stuff, uh, Riverfest and uh, the Rubber Duck Regatta, which he uh, spends literally uh, tons of money on and trying to win, and he can't win. He's not won anything. It's a terrible. And I'm in the same boat. I mean, I'm not uh, camping out. And now it's virtual. Well, it's not virtual. The Rubber Duck Regatta is virtual. It, the fireworks is happening. No one knows exactly. I mean, some people know, and they will tell you. But I don't know when I will be told. We will share it sooner than later. But the rubber duck regatta, where you can buy a duck and feed a child, this is like the 26th year this thing has gone on. The guy behind it, Kurt Reiber, Free Store Food Bank. Uh, welcome back to 700 WLW You're with Sterling. Kurt, how's everything? Hey, Sterling, it's great to be with you. And uh, obviously, the 26th annual rubber duck regatta. Uh, yeah, we're going to be virtual this year, but it is going to be exciting. I mean, to see those ducks being sold. Uh, and, and, and people are getting them, and they're, they're snapping them up, and that's what we like to see. We like to see because for every duck that's sold, that provides 15 meals for kids right here in the tri-state area. That's a wonderful thing, and, and I've still not been able to figure out how you, you get it all together, but you work with uh, people who obviously provide the food and, and uh, sort of knock that down. A bunch of great uh, corporate sponsors, whether it's a, you know, P&G with Dawn or Kroger or us here at iHeartRadio, sort of helping to put it together. So a duck is 15 meals. Uh, for every dollar, it's like three meals. It's crazy. And then you can get multiple ducks and get a bonus duck, and then maybe you get a car, maybe you get uh, all kinds of stuff. And it's virtual. So wait a minute. So uh, this is what I want to know. Before we get to the techno, not technical issues, Kurt Reiber of this, and it's Sterling, by the way, 700WLW, talking to uh, Rubber Duck Regatta, Free Store Food Bank, and the need uh, because of people being uh, insecure when it comes to food issues now. Uh, where are the ducks now that would normally be uh, kept uh, in waiting in that big cargo container, washed off with Dawn, in preparation with uh, all the identifying tags or whatever else you do, and then you drop in the Ohio River? Where are they now? I'm concerned for their well-being. Well, well they, they are in a secure location, Sterling, so don't worry about the ducks, and, and Quacky is keeping a good eye on them, so they know that they are being well-managed and well-maintained. Uh, but this year, 
because of the pandemic, we obviously we can't drop ducks off the Purple People Bridge. We're sad about that, but we're thrilled that we're still able to do the rubber duck regatta virtually. Yes. And yes. we'll do that through a, a computerized drawing that will be you know, watched over and you know, managed by our auditors so that we know that there will be a random drawing. And, the, and, and still, the first prize, a 2020 Honda HRVLX. I mean, this is an nice. awesome vehicle. Nice. But second prize is no slouch either. It's $100 a week for 52 weeks, an entire year from Kroger. And then the next five prizes is $500 from Kemba Credit Union. And hopefully this will be the year during virtual rubber duck regatta, 20, 26 years, maybe this will be the year that the Kemba million-dollar duck is selected. And, and we'd be thrilled with that because we know that's going to help families right here in the tri-state area. Last year, we sold just under 185,000 ducks. Wow. And, we, and we'd love to surpass that this year. Uh, as, of, as of this past Friday, we had sold 100,000 ducks. That's amazing. So we've, got, so we've got a long ways to go. I mean, we're, we're coming up on, on September 6th. But, you know, the reality is this, is if folks can go to rubberduckregatta.org and get their ducks online, they can call 513-929-DUCK. That's 513-929-3825. And this year, a first for this year, you can text. Duck. To, text to duck. 833-709-0969. And then they, folks can still purchase ducks at all the Kemba Credit Union branches. And then if you've gotten, if, if, if you bought ducks before, most likely you've gotten a mail-in uh, duck paper that you can still fill out, send back into the free store, and we'll get your ducks. And you were right. For $25, $25, you get five ducks and a six duck free. Nice. But you know what? We're still passing out the, the Bob's Quack Pack, and that's, that's 10 ducks, two ducks free, and that's for $50, and that's in honor of our founder, Bob Edwards, because Bob brought Good this man, was. 26 plus years ago, and he said, I think we can do this. I think we can t- encourage people to buy a duck and feed a child. And we're honored that this tradition has kept on and really continued to multiply and just really make a difference because in that first year, we sold about 16,000 ducks, 18,000 ducks, made about $65,000. Last year, 185,000 ducks, $1.2 million. Wow. And that represents 3.6 million meals to families right here in the tri- to kids right here in the tri-state. And, you know, the kids, we see the impact of this pandemic on the kids. Schools have been shut down. Eight out of ten kids are eligible for free and reduced lunches at schools. So the Free Star Food Bank and our 600-plus pantries throughout the 20 counties that we serve have been trying to fill that gap and meet that need. We've been distributing over the past five months about a million pounds of food every week. And you also have been getting help from the Ohio National Guard with that distribution and preparation uh, and everything. Uh, Did that get worked out? Because the last time we spoke, there was an issue with funding or, or, or that from the federal government somehow making that work with the Ohio National Guard. Well, I, I, I'm proud to announce that you know Governor DeWine and the Department of Defense have been able to work through the situation, so our Guard members will be with us through December 17th. Nice. Now, some of the Guard members have to go back to their regular jobs, their families, their own hometowns, and, and, and we applaud them. We, I mean, we could not have done this work, this incredible work, 
and respond to this pandemic, the Guard stepping into the breach for the 13,000-plus volunteers. But we are starting to encourage our volunteers to sign up again, Sterling. So we want them to go to freestorefoodbank.org, click on the Volunteer Now button, and because we have options for them to come in and help us pack power packs and help us pack senior boxes and emergency food boxes because the, when the Guard goes home, our work doesn't stop. In fact, we have to redouble our efforts to make sure that every family is helping us realize our vision of a hunger-free, healthy, and thriving community. Well, no, the thing is, I mean, you know, it's hard to imagine that one in five, one in six kids are you know, in a situation where they don't know if they're going to eat dinner tonight, uh, or you may not have had breakfast or lunch. And what you, you know, forget about the school lunch thing, which is an amazing situation anyway, and sometimes breakfast for kids. But with uh, the Free Store Food Bank and Feeding America teaming with them, the National Guard, and so many people coughing up uh, whatever they can, uh, even away from the rubber duck regatta, uh, just do amazing things. Kurt Reiber, the boss at the Free Store Food Bank, 26th annual rubber duck regatta. You can buy a duck. You can feed a child. You buy five. You get a bonus duck. It's 25 bucks. Uh, and it's just a great group of people doing something. And uh, here's the deal. Maybe, maybe you get lucky and get something besides just a good conscience. Maybe you get some food or cash money or, or a sweet Honda. Hey, this is, this is right, Sterling. I think right now is a time where everybody has rallied together. This community has embraced our work. They have realized that many of them are, are, are still working. You know, their businesses have not been shut down, no. or they have been called back to work. And, and, and they have, they've shown a tremendous amount of support to the free store uh, because normally over this past five months, we would have spent half a million dollars on food. We've actually spent over $4 million on food during these past five months, and we know that the end is not in sight. This is a marathon that we're in. This is not a sprint. But this caring community has embraced our vision, has, you know, has stood shoulder to shoulder with our 120 amazing team members that are on the front line of hunger each and every day at the free store. Well, you do great things. $5 for a single duck, if that's all you can spare. Give a little bit, help somebody. I mean, that's a whole lot of meals right there, let alone, you know, the, the, the big quacks, buy five, get one free. You do great things. Uh, the 26th annual Rubber Duck Regatta, it's virtual this time. You may not hang out along the, you can hang out along the Ohio, but you could watch virtually and see that duck race. Uh, and it's coming up in sort of all of this around the western and southern WEBN fireworks, wherever that ends up. Kurt Reiber, we appreciate what you do. Uh, it, it is a free store, food bank. Dot org and of course rubberduckregatta.org, correct? Absolutely. Rubberduckregatta.org or 513-929-DUCK. There you and go. get your ducks. Good to talk to you as always, Kurt. Look forward to it. Glad we could uh, do a little something to help people as uh, you sort of act as that conduit to, to help so many people. We appreciate what you do at the Free Store Food Bank. Take care of yourself. Buy a duck, free to feed a child, 26th annual Rubber Duck Regatta. Check them out, uh, rubberduckregatta.org. Straight away, we'll get into the inside pitch. Reds Cardinals coming up. More Sterling, home of the Reds, 700 WLW, Cincinnati.